0: us and half a day to our listeners on Guam and in the CNMI. It's now time for Total Health right here on Joy FM Radio where your questions get answered by health professionals. If you have any health related questions, we would love to hear from you. Call your questions and comments in at 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you're in the CNMI, please call 323-1113. Welcome everybody to Total Health.
1: Hi and welcome to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina Eladak and in the studio today I have Alena Tanova, nurse practitioner at the Guam SDA Clinic. Um, And today is part 11 of our 13-part series from the book 13 Weeks to Joy by Jennifer Jill Schwarzer. Welcome, Alena.
2: Hi, Rose Trina. Hello. So happy to be here back again. Me too. And we are continuing our series. Uh, Can you believe it? We've almost come to the end of our book, 13 Weeks to Joy. Mm -hmm. And we started in the beginning just dealing with feelings. It was kind of uncomfortable, you know, facing your own feelings and being open about it. And then we discussed topics like shame, like a growth mindset, and actually post-traumatic growth instead of post-traumatic stress disorder. We talk about security, Radical security, because there is no way that we can experience a true joy when we feel uncertain, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Radical security, the power of belonging, about compassion. Uh, We talk about loneliness. We talk about creativity and how we can make this world, you know, a better place through art, uh, through all the creativeness that God has given us. And today we're going to talk about something that we could not talk about joy unless we talk about charity, volunteering, stewardship, ministering to others, serving the world. You could not experience a true joy unless you give yourself out for others. Mm -hmm. And so the book starts um, with a story about Eva Dykes, uh, that was in 1921, that she stepped on the podium of the Radcliffe College in a commencement ceremony. She was the first black girl that got a doctoral degree. And why is that so amazing? Because, first of all, the society at that time thought that this is not possible. But not only she graduated... She had the entire world, like, lying in front of her. She was able to do so many and great things for the whole government mm-hmm. or the whole community. She decided to go back to her own place in Alabama and teach the black kids, you know, to, to help them grow and to give them a vision. Yeah. She already had a purpose, and that purpose w- was God's given. Mm-hmm. She knew that she can, she wants to go back and help them. That was the only reason that she climbed up the stairs, you know, the staircase of success, just to go back and help her own community. Do we do that?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think right. In some smaller ways, many of us do give back to the community.
2: I believe that because yeah. we have realized how amazing it is to volunteer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so the earlier we learn that, uh, the less uh, self-centered we are, and uh, the less we think about ourselves, and the more we think about others. And um, I want to ask you: when you're feeling sad or distressed, if you find somebody that's sadder than you, or more distressed than you, the moment you encourage them, don't you feel better?
1: I think so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Those are the moment, you know, I'm not saying that, oh, every time you're depressed, go and look for somebody that's more depressed, Mm. because that happens inevitably, like there will be always somebody that's happier than us and not as happy as us. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But we're all humans. And we are all living on the same planet. We all have to share the same place, Mm -hmm. you know, and we can certainly make the earth a better place for others. There are things we cannot control and you would agree with me, and Jennifer says that in the book, we cannot control pain. Yeah. It is taken out of our control. We certainly cannot, because if we can control our pain, we'll all cancel it. And then we can get even into more more trouble, but we'll talk more about pain in another time. Um, You know, pain is the gift that nobody wants. Yeah. But pain certainly has its place in our growth. And (sighs) apart from pain, we also live a world that it is difficult to live it without a purpose. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's hard. We all have an emptiness and we all question ourselves why we are here. What is our purpose? Why I'm here for, is it just to gratify myself? Is it only to help others? What's my purpose? And it is very important if, in, in our journey to get to the real joy in this life, that we can find the purpose that God has given us. And surprisingly enough, the purpose is never about us.
1: Yeah. Right. The yeah, purpose is never about, about that.
2: It's never about it's like, true. oh, I want to be famous Oh, I want to be rich. I want to do this. I want to the whole world to know. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, half of your life, you kind of build a self-esteem to get to some point. You're like, oh, I achieved that. I got that. I got to this career. I can do that. And then once you achieve all that, you're like, OK, now I can. I think it's better if I just, uh, you know, diminish more in my eyes and mm-hmm. I help more the world because that's why. All was given to me. All those gifts and talents were given so others can benefit from it. It's not about me. Mm -hmm. And the sooner we learn the self-sacrificial act of volunteering and helping others, the more joy we will experience.
1: That's true.
2: Yes. So Jesus even told us, you know, hey, it is I did not come here to serve, to be served, but to serve. And to give my life for ransom of many. So Jesus, if he was God and he came to serve us, how much more we should serve others? right? Even the word minister, what does that mean? Like minister. It's not somebody we need to minister to. Minister means a servant, a steward, somebody that needs to minister to you. Mm -hmm. And from different type of leadership, uh, there are many different types of leaderships, but there is one that's my most favorite. Oh, no, oh, actually, let's put it that way. The one that really, really works. There is a authoritative leadership with all experience that there is a laissez-faire, like being like very laid back, that nothing gets accomplished at the end. Um, There is a transformational, I really like the transformational leader that really whatever touches that leader just changes. But the most successful one and the one that we really talk the most lately, it's stewardship. The stewardship leadership, those bosses and those uh, employers that serve you and serve the community.
1: You know, whenever I thought of stewardship, I think the first introduction I had to stewardship was probably in the church, and it was about how to um, how to use your money, right? And I think maybe for people, maybe in the church, that's probably the kind of stewardship that we're familiar with, but people outside the church would probably see it more as volunteering instead of stewardship. I've never heard of stewardship leadership, honestly.
2: No, but this is the the one that we discovered lately that really, really works. Uh, Richard Branson, who is the Virgin uh, Atlantic director, he says, I don't have to take care of my clients. If I take care of my employees, they will take care of my clients. Mm -hmm. Right, so if you take care of Being a leader, but you take care for the, not the company per se, but for your employees. Let's do that. How can I help? What can I do? You'll be respected and everybody will work very hard, you know, for the company. Mm -hmm. And they will see the benefits you're giving. They will see how the communities are changing. They will see all this transformation taking place. This is the way to go. The way up is the way down.
1: That's so opposite, I think, of what most of us would think. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And that's why we're going to talk today about how important is to volunteer, how important is to give ourselves for others, how important is even to say no to ourselves in even sacrificial way, and the benefits that we can reap, even health wise. I am sure, health
1: wise, right?
2: Even health wise. Okay. Didn't Um, think of that. If you if you are not sure, I can tell you. Did you know that volunteering actually improves your blood pressure?
1: In what way?
2: In what way? Yes, there are studies that have done that people that volunteer and they have had high blood pressure, they have significantly reduced their blood pressure. And people that volunteer, they decrease their uh, death risk by 24%, 50% less of a chance for them to use any uh, addictions alcohol, mm. cigarettes, and drugs. People that volunteer feel their life with a purpose. Even though they might not have it all together, even th- they might really go through a very difficult time, you know, in their life. When they volunteer, at least they feel some, some uh, meaning in their life. Their life is not in vain. They're, if they can lift the burden of somebody else, they already feel that they matter.
1: So would you say that purpose is the antidote for pain? Um,
2: oh, that's a very good question. Y- you're right. We, we were trying to find different antidotes for different things. For yeah. shame, we decided that's going to be courage. Yeah. And for pain, it's certainly purpose. Because when you know why you can sustain anyhow.
1: Yes, you said that before.
2: If I know why I have to go through that and if it you know, and if it really it, it serves a greater purpose, me and you we will choose to go through it. Yes. You know God one day when He shows us our life, we wouldn't have chosen a different path. You know, yeah. even though it goes through pain, even though it goes through many sufferings, even though it makes us to grow as better Christians, um, and it's very uncomfortable, this is the way to go-, to go. The moment you stop struggling, you stop growing. And I'm sorry. But in order to get, you know, to the top of our life, you know, to to the utmost of what God has created us to be, we have to go through a, a lot of uncomfortable moments. But as I said, we cannot control our pain. We cannot control our struggle and we cannot control our burden. But we have the power to do that for somebody else.
1: We can reach out and we can help them.
2: We can reach out and Mm -hmm. we can help them. You know, shared burden is almost half burden. Whatever you're struggling with, if I give you a helping hand, you're already feeling that you're not alone, you're not suffering. You completely understood. Your vulnerability actually reached somebody else's heart and you feel even a place of belonging. There is so much sense in what we are going through and purpose completes it all.
1: Thank you, Alana. I hear the music. It is time for our first break. It's 5.15 right now, but don't go anywhere. Total Health Live is going to be on all the way up until 6 p.m. If you have a question about today's topic um, and you want to call it in, call us. If you're calling from Guam, call us at 671-472-1111. That's 671 472 If you're calling from the CNMI, call us at 670 323 That's 670 323 You can also send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, via signal. At 671 686 that's 671 686 It's free from the CNMI. Uh, We're also streaming to Facebook, so if you're on Facebook, go ahead and leave your message in the comment section below, or send it to us via messenger, and we'll get back to you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the break.
3: Have you ever noticed how someone can hear about Jesus, accept what they hear, and begin to grow rapidly in their new faith? Others hear about Jesus and it doesn't seem to connect. There are probably people listening to me right now that know people like these. Maybe you see yourself. Why can't we all grow at the same rate? Jesus was good at telling stories about farming. Since plants grow, let's take a closer look. Did you know that there is a species of bamboo that can grow nearly three feet per day? While that's impressive, there is a variety of cactus that only grows one inch in its first 10 years of life. If you've been praying for someone who needs Jesus, keep praying. The seed may be slow growing, but you can be sure that once a seed is planted, God always gives it every opportunity to grow. Don't give up. Don't stop praying. Never stop planting seeds. From Joy FM, family-friendly radio. JoyFMRadio.net.
0: See you Marcy, and thanks for listening to Total Health on Joy FM. We want to hear from you. Call in with your health-related questions at 472-1111. In Guam or in the CNMI, the number to call is 323-1113. Text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, back to the show.
1: Hi, and welcome back to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina, and in the studio today, I have Alana Tanova, a nurse practitioner. If you're just tuning in, um, this is part 11 of a 13-part series based on the book, 13 Weeks to Joy by Jennifer Jill Schrezer. Uh And today we're talking about stewardship or how to serve others. Um, this segment, I believe we're going to start off with the health benefits. Yes. So, you
2: know, it is not that we want to do volunteering just because we would benefit from that, mm. but we certainly do. Yeah. We certainly do. And, you know, I'm sure that everybody can relate to that. Many times that you feel like, oh... Finally, I have a time to do something for myself. Then somebody calls you and, and just like steers up your day. Hey, can you come and do that? Hey, ne- we need you there and there to do that and that. And you're like, oh, no, finally, you know. And and then you start having this uh, discussion with yourself. Should I go and help or should I really find a time for myself? And then if you say, okay, I will go, you have another discussion why are you going? Why are you all the time neglecting yourself? And if you say, oh, well, I'm not going, then you're like, "Wow, well, you're always thinking about yourself. It, it's just it's very difficult, you know, yeah, and I
1: lose <laughs> in that, <laughs> in that inner monologue.
2: It's, yeah, it's stressful. It is stressful. It is stressful. Uh, you know what? I solved that problem long ago. God mm-hmm. really showed me if there is in time that I need to think what would be better to go and not to go think what's the better option to do, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. If I know I will go somewhere and I'll be very, you you know, my help will be very beneficial. I'm not saying that I can do everything. You know, only Christ is the one that can do everything. But if I know that I can alleviate somebody's burden, yes, I'm going to be tired. Uh, Yes, I might, you know, have a little bit less sleep. But the benefits that you reap, the health benefits from helping others would even... Be better than if you had like the best exercise for the day and even a fiber diet. Mm -hmm. You know, the same dopamine that you get from like things of pleasure that you do for yourself, like eating a favorite food, you can get it from volunteering. I didn't
1: realize that.
2: Yes. Oh. Yes and and many times I'm like wow I must be dead by now I mean with those uh, sleepless nights uh, trying you know to help others help patients and like n- having to juggle so many things at the same time but then at the end when I turn back wow you know just saying no to yourself and saying yes to others Mm -hmm. have given me so much strength that I don't know how I made it so far, but I wouldn't change it. And actually, it's becoming addictive. The more you help, the more they call you to help. Mm -hmm. And the more you're able to help,
1: and the more you develop your like problem solving skills. I feel like that's also a form of stewardship, though. Correct. Because you're you're building skills and talents that you and that's wouldn't otherwise build if you didn't volunteer. Exactly, Rosie. Yeah.
2: And actually, it's, it's a way of leadership. Yeah. You know, you cannot be leader unless you tackle with thousands of problems, millions of problems every day, out of your comfort zone when you don't really want to do it. You cannot be a leader. A leader has to face challenges constantly. True. And a person that really, really has given a lot, God requires kind of a little bit more. And the more you do, the more you qualify for more work. And should you say, oh, no, I'm just going to take it easy? No, the benefits that God will provide when you volunteer are really amazing. Okay, I will mention some of them. So did you know that volunteering provides a better sleep?
1: No, I did not know that.
2: Yes, a study from the Northwestern University actually stumbled upon an unexpected benefit from the altruism when they were studying, you know, um, the generosity and altruism feature. The researchers had older participants fill out a questionnaire that identified their level of well-being in comparison to their quality sleep. So 63% reported that they were less likely to have a sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. even obstructive sleep
1: apnea,
2: 52% were less likely to have the restless leg syndrome. Maybe you have seen
1: some people shaking
2: their leg. Uh, It's not always a syndrome. You know, it can be a tendency that can turn into a syndrome. And they have a better sleep quality overall. And I do have a very good sleep, even though I'm very exhausted. You know, I really... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I rarely do things that I like, even though I do. Don't take me wrong. Uh, but most of the time, somebody else takes my time, you know, because there's so much need and there is so much to be done. I sleep very good and I've never slept, like, suffered from not, um, you know, being able to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's me. I'm sure many people that have been able to volunteer and do missionary work and have a, a life outpour for others they can relate to that. Um, Mm -hmm. Most of them have a good sleep. That's good. (laughs) That's good, right? So also another study has found that people that volunteer are more generous, give uh, themselves to others, are more intelligent. I kind of like that one. Yeah, so it is another study that tested the memory and the executive function and the cognitive function in adults who were 32 to 84 years old, found that those who possess altruistic purpose in their life have a higher level of intelligence. And that effect applies straight across the board, regardless of age or education.
1: I didn't know that. There are different types of intelligence that I've learned about, but I didn't know that volunteering, so being generous, being altruistic, so being giving to other people can actually help with your memory and your problem-solving skills, right?
2: Correct. It oh. helps with everything. And it builds, you know, it boosts even in your immune system. It actually has an antibacterial property. Because just the fact when you even think about doing a voluntary work, like, mm-hmm. ch- uh, like charity work, just the thought of it, yeah. some scientists have studied the saliva, it produces, yeah, immunoglobulin A, which is very important protein that helps against bacteria.
1: That is so cool. Just by
2: thinking of helping, not even helping, you imagine much more when you help somebody, how many more, um, you know, uh, components mm-hmm. a gut is using in your immune system to build you up and strengthen you.
1: That's so good because, like, think of the stress that you have to go through when you're doing things, right? Like, maybe you're planning a charity event and then you get stressed out. But then all of that thought will end up benefiting your immune system? Exactly. From what, okay. Exactly. I'm just making sure I understand it. Yes, correctly. you did.
2: Okay. You did. And, and it will be as beneficial as if you didn't do that and you went instead for a run and mm-hmm. you decided to sleep the whole afternoon. Um, You know, know, I'm just giving examples because we are all run down, we are all tired, we have to do so many things, but somehow God really, through those small gestures of act of love and kindness to others, as well give us benefits that we wouldn't have gotten them if we haven't volunteered and helped others.
1: That's true. Wow, volunteering really is essential to your health. Exactly, yeah. and we're
2: learning more and more about it because it is becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. With uh, you know all the depression and anxiety we're facing, yeah. we talked last time about the suicidal rates. Uh, the world needs purpose. The world needs meaning. Uh, the world needs uh, some worth. You know, self worth that you cannot find it easily in yourself. Mm-hmm. It says. There is this quote that says, look at yourself and you'll be distressed. Look at the world and you will be stressed. Look at God and you will be at rest. And what did God do? He volunteered himself. See, he completely self-sacrificed himself for others. Even though he was God, he came to serve us. Mm -hmm. And this is how love goes. This is how love goes in the family. The husband loves the wife and serves her, and the wife loves the husband and serves him. Mm -hmm. And the children love the parents, and they do everything to make the parents happy. And the parents love their children. They're ready to sacrifice. And nowadays, we kind of have confused some of those things because for some reason, we decided we can be happier if if it's all about us (laughs) and if we get what we want. But also research shows the more you take care of yourself, the more you're trying to do the vision you always wanted to do it, the less happy you become.
1: Yeah, the more you focus on yourself, the
2: yeah. less happy you become. Oh, Even if you get all the money in the world, you always wanted, Even if you have all the fame in the world you ever wanted. Mm-hmm. Even if you got, got into the career, you always want it. Everybody realizes it's not everything. Yeah. Okay, some more benefits. So it improves your self-worth. So researchers researchers studied teens and discovered that their well-being predicted greater positive self-image, less delinquency and better transition into adulthood. This effect was not related to a personality type, which means the effect runs deeper than traits that would normally predict those things. In science, this is a very strong effect. So it is directly connected. If you want to have children that will grow in very stable and resilient mind, you know, to challenges and obstacles in this life, give them volunteering work. Mm -hmm. I, I always say, I don't have kids, but if I do, I take them to Africa every year. Mm. Or I take them somewhere that people are less fortunate. And by seeing them and helping them, they would not, you know, request for me (laughs) to have the latest iPhone and latest technology because they know how much less other people have.
1: I feel like seeing other people in different circumstances will also just put your own in perspective, Because I feel like a lot of us who are discontent with where we are, it's because we continue to look at where we are.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We are very, like, very much looking into ourselves. Mm -hmm. In the past, um, there was a study done in Papua New Guinea where they studied the Kuali tribe. And from the old Kuali tribe, 2,000 people, only one was found depressed. Everybody was one not impressed. Yes, one in wow. two thousand, and they were like, What's, wh- why is that? Like, wh- what are we missing nowadays in our modern society? What's different?" Mm-hmm. So they found that the Kali tribe are actually they know that life is hard, yeah, and so they fight an adversity outside of them. Well, nowadays we don't. Life is not as hard for us. Mm-hmm. Of course, somebody can question that. But it's not as hard in a means that we don't have to go and catch our food Mm -hmm. every day and, you know, and and wonder where we're going to sleep.
1: Yeah, it's more convenient.
2: And being, you know, we have house. It's more convenient. It's not as hard. But because of that, we don't fight adversity. We fight ourselves and we really struggle with that.
1: Um, I hear the music, so we're going to go ahead and go to a break. But for our listeners out there. Uh, don't go anywhere. We still have 30 minutes left of today's program and, you know, it's getting really interesting. Um, if you have a question, you want to call it in, and you're on Guam, call us at 671-472-1111. That's 671 In the CNMI in Saipan, Tinian, or Rota, call us at 670 323 That's six seven zero three two three eleven thirteen. Send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, via signal at 671-686-9999. That's 671-686-9999. It's free from the CNMI. And we're also streaming to Facebook. So if you're tuned in on Facebook, um, leave your message or your comments or your questions in the comment section below. And um, you can always send it to us via messenger as well don't go anywhere. Total Health Live will be right back after the break.
0: Welcome back. You're listening.
4: Uh, dispatch, you're not going to believe this, but there's an oil tanker in the fast lane headed northbound on I-25 at Central. Uh, 18-wheeler, right? No, actually, this is a ship.
3: <laughs> okay, Mike, you go ahead and pull him over
1: and run his plates, okay?
4: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do that. Hey, buddy, what
3: do you think you're doing with that thing?
4: With gas prices as high as they
1: are, I'm stocking
3: up! In turbulent times, it's tempting to overreact and trust in our own resources instead of the faithfulness of God. 2 Corinthians 9 and 10 says, You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Trusting God isn't always easy, but it's a lot more secure than trusting in the world's resources. From Joy FM. Family-friendly radio, joyfmradio.net.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Total Health on Joy FM. Call in with your health-related questions to 472-1111 in Guam. If you live in the CNMI, we want to hear from you too. Call 323-1113 or text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, here's more Total Health.
1: Hi, and welcome back to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina. And in the studio today, I have Elena Tanova, nurse practitioner at the Guam SDA Clinic. If you're just tuning in, we're doing part 11 of our 13 part series by Jennifer Jill Schwarzer, based on a book by Jennifer Jill Schwarzer called 13 Weeks to Joy. Okay. And today, uh, we're talking about stewardship.
2: Yes. And we were talking that nowadays we are very much more focused on, you know, ourselves, like our self development, I'm not saying it's a wrong thing. But Mm -hmm. if we focus too much on ourselves, we would just never get to the point that we can enjoy uh, a meaningful and truthful joy. Yeah, because it will be all about us and you know, flesh rarely satisfies, <laughs> even though you might get everything you want. And we still see it's not enough uh, because you will always be wanting more and always be wanting more. But surprisingly enough, when we give to others, things change. Yeah. Then we feel so much more blessed. And uh, the joy you get, uh, get from giving, it's even even bigger. Sometimes you will think that you'll sacrifice something from you, giving it to others, but you're surprised that you're actually receiving more. You're kind of a, even more than a double portion when you give to others, and the joy increases significantly. And this is one of the stress management strategies we can use uh, You know, when we deal with uh, volunteering. It says that serving others takes the focus off ourselves, which seems to be health-giving in more ways than one. Much of our mental anguish Stress and depression is linked to rumination and worry-based about our self, you know, referential thoughts. But when we shift them to
1: others, things do change. So a lot of our depression and anxiety is based on us looking inward and focusing on what we're worried about and the things that bother us.
2: You know, not always, because many of us, we got, we're we. Gotten into situations we are not, you know, ever volunteer to get into those situations. Yeah. So there are external factors, mm-hmm. but also it depends how we respond to those inter- external factors. And yeah. so many times we respond to them in an inadequate way, just because we are just very hurt. And when you're very hurt and very much in pain, you can't really think very well and very wise how to deal with that. And many times we cope in a wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're in distress, think outwardly.
1: How do Don't, you, like, yeah, think you about others. An example?
2: Go and find somebody that really needs help in this moment. Mm-hmm. When you're in your deepest pain, be your best in your deepest pain. Go and help somebody that struggles in this moment. You will literally realize that it really takes away the focus of your pain. And and actually brings you a lot of joy when you see other people being happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does
2: have also other benefits of volunteering. Also, it increases the longevity. You can live a longer, more productive life if you volunteer and give yourself for others.
1: I didn't think of it that way. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read this. So, since we're talking about longevity, uh, here it says, in a large-scale global study, eudaimonic well-being correlated with longevity, meaning that in general, the more altruistic purpose people had, the longer they lived. Another study specified that at least two hours per week of volunteering stretched out over many years reduces one's mortality rate by nearly
2: 40%. Wow. Yeah. It does have eternal values. It does prolong your life. It does. It does. And, and how, you know, when you haven't slept, when you had to do so much, how God compensated that for you? Only he knows. But also he, God knew that. Some, somebody will say God is not very good in math. Because if you give away, you know, then you have to subtract. But mm-hmm. actually God multiplies it and gives it back to you even furthermore.
1: Wow, you can never outgive God. Basically. You can never
2: outgive God and others. Many times we think that, oh, that wasn't a wise decision that I'll have to take from mine and give to others that they don't appreciate it. God appreciated it. It does have, it, you know, values for you. Um, you know, I'm not saying go and give everything. I'm not saying that, even though God might require one day for you mm-hmm. to do that. Um, but go and give, and, and you never know how deeper you will get. There is no way that we'll get to the point of how Jesus was unless we start giving. And at some point, God will teach us to give even sacrificially. Because if I have $50 and I see that you're hungry on the street and I give you $5, that's great, right? That's better than nothing. Um, I certainly have helped you and I certainly can feel better about it. But... The greatest gifts in this life and the greatest benefits that you can reap, actually research shows, is when you give sacrificially.
1: Oh, that's asking. That's
2: That's asking asking you to give up something. And not only your money, it's asking you to give your time too. True. And giving your time also has shown, just giving your time, not your money, has shown that it improves significantly your mental health. And you are 60% less likely to suffer from Alzheimer. It is amazing. It is. And the more sacrificial you are, the more outpouring life for others you have, the more meaningful, and the more benefits, the more joy, and the more, of course, one day your reward will be.
1: Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I didn't think of it that way. Even giving sacrificially, I think so many of us are used to just taking care of ourselves and we hold our things like this, that the concept of giving sacrificially is foreign to many of us. It is. Yeah.
2: And God will give prosperity to those that give away, you know, cheerfully.
1: That's true. God loves the cheerful giver. It's in the Bible.
2: It is. And he will never leave you alone. Mm -hmm. If you give everything for others, God will compensate you for that. He did that. He gave everything. He did. And this is why Jesus is so, such an incredible leader in our eyes. Because, you know, he, there was nothing he wouldn't give for us. There was nothing he wouldn't do it. And did he sacrifice? Oh, yes, he did sacrifice. You know, Rosie, that this year I went to Mount Everest yeah. I didn't climb the Mount Everest to the top. I go to the base camp, but I couldn't proceed further because it's very expensive. Mm. It costs like from 65000 to $100,000. Oh. And I was thinking, you know, even if I have those money, I'll give them for charity instead of just climbing Mount Everest saying, you know what, I climbed my Mount Everest. But it was very, very, very hard. And I remember when I was studying my, uh, at my leadership class uh, at Loma Linda University, They told us that there are four characteristics of a leader, Mm -hmm. of a stewardship leader. First one, in order for you to go up, you need to get up. You you need to get up. You need to be doing something. You can't be just sitting there and expect people to to do things for you and all of a sudden you'll climb Mount Everest. It Mm -hmm. it does require some you know, internal (laughs) uh, concentration and focus. And then in order for you to go up, you need to grow up yeah. and you cannot grow up unless you really help others. You cannot mm-hmm. because by helping others, you will stumble many challenges that you wouldn't when you deal with only yourself. And the more you're able to help others, the more you learn how to help them. And those talents that God has given you, they can be multiplied even like 10,000 times more by helping others, by growing yourself. That will be beneficial for you, too. At Mm -hmm. the end, and in order for you to go up, you need to also gather up. You cannot do it by yourself. No man is an island, no man is a village. You need to gather up, you need to get others' perspective, you need to have others as helpers in your life. And the last one is in order to go up, you need to give up.
1: Right? This
2: is a stewardship leadership.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: A leader needs to give up. Maybe his time. Okay. Maybe his company. I don't know. For the Mm -hmm. sake of others. Maybe he has to make sacrifices. We can't even imagine in order to get to where, you know, that person needs to be. And Jesus gave up everything for us. Yeah. And he had this outpouring life. That he was thinking, even if I'm never to be anymore, even if I don't exist, I would like to pay the price so this humanity can live. And because he was to that point, readily able to sacrifice everything, his joy will be the best. Yeah. No, Nobody would experience a joy bigger than that of God. And if we are ready, you know, to be spent for his work, we are ready you know, to do even bigger sacrifices in our life for God, we will reap greater joy. If we live a life dedicated to others, not only to ourselves and our families. It is important to take care and love our families, but it is also important to, to love the world, as Jesus did. And of course, there are also other benefits. It makes the children at home happier. I'm sure every parent can relate to that, that their kids are much happier when they give. Many times we talk about the millennials that uh, they like to be entitled. But we know they're not happy even if we give them everything they want. But when they give, they really feel much happier. So if we have to deal with that, you know, in our personal family, um, in our, uh, you know, uh, like dealing with uh, young kids, Make them give. When they give, they have this warm, glow feeling that accompanies them all the time. And costly giving, even requiring personal sacrifice, is even more beneficial for those kids. And so I do encourage parents to teach kids to give away, to to be ready, even if they don't eat breakfast this morning and they save the money and give to somebody that really doesn't have money. I know, I'm talking maybe too much. I'm, you know, <laughs> asking people to make even sacrifices. But think in every moment, what would be the better thing to do? I took my sister to Africa because my sister, uh, I like books and she likes uh, clothes. Mm-hmm. And all the money she'll spend for clothes. And when we went to Africa, she gave all her clothes away. Oh, wow. When we came back, we had nothing. We had no... We even gave our shoes, our cameras, our everything we had. We came back home with five dollars in our pocket, <laughs> and our bank accounts are almost <laughs> empty. But you know, next day we got our salaries back, and life was beautiful. But we had so much joy from giving everything we could give in Africa.
1: It's a beautiful story. Thank you. Um, it's 5:45 right now. I hear the music. We're gonna go ahead and go to break. We've only got about 15 minutes left, but if you want to call it in, call us with a question. Call us at 671-472-1111. That's 671-472-1111. If you're calling from Guam. If you're calling from the CNMI, call us at 670-323-1113. That's 670-323-1113. From Saipan, Tinian, or Rota, send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, via signal. Um, at 671-686-9999 at 671-686-9999 it's free from the CNMI and we're streaming to Facebook so leave your comments and questions in the comment section below or send it to us via messenger and we'll get back to you don't go anywhere Total Health Live is almost done we'll be right back after the break
4: There will never when it's be a sale on. Wake up, then make a choice. You can decide to see the worst in everything you encounter, and then follow that up with a potent blend of anxiety, pessimism, and criticism. Sounds delightful, doesn't it? On the other hand, you could also wake up and make a different choice. You could decide to worship and add rejoicing and praise. This blend is infused with a pleasing aroma of faith, optimism, and encouragement. But hey, the choice is yours. The biggest downside will be that if you decide to see the worst in things, it welcomes others to see a darker and more forbidding place. The upside to worship is knowing that the God you worship is in control. It rejoices in the things you actively seek out that prove God is at work and is optimistic in the praise that thanks God for the incredible things he's done, is doing, and will do. So, when you open your eyes from a state of sleep, take the time to make the choice that has the best chance of altering your day. Joy FM.
0: And we're back with more Total Health. Give us a call with your medical questions. Number to call in Guam is 472-1111. If you're in the seat of mind, the number to call is 323-1113. Or you can text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. Now back to the program.
1: Hi, and welcome back to Total Health Live. Um, my name is Rose Trina. I'm here in the studio with Alana Tanova, nurse practitioner. And we don't have a lot of time left, so we're just going to jump right back into the program. Um, right before we went to break, Elena, you were talking about a story. You were telling us a story about when you and your sister went to Africa and you gave everything. Um, To the people there, came back with five dollars in your pocket. But right before that, you were talking about how to make happier children, and the way to do that is to teach them how to give sacrificially. And I had to just stop and take a breather for a moment because I think that many parents, uh, many guardians, people who take care of kids, you know, most of us we want to raise our kids and give them everything, and so that's the opposite.
2: It is the opposite. My mother raised me in a different way. She always says, I wanted you to have a hard life. Mm -hmm. I said, Mom, thank you very much. What a mother are you? She said, no, I wanted you to have a very hard life because Mm -hmm. hard life will teach you more lessons than if I make it all easy. You will take everything for granted. You will not appreciate it. And when you stumble with difficulties and problems, you will not be able to solve them. And you you, you have to have help at that time. So she said, I always wanted you to have a hard life. (laughs) And there is another thing that I really appreciate about it. Because, you know, the Dead Sea is a Dead Sea because it only receives. Yeah, It only gets, you know, water goes there. There is a river that goes to the Dead Sea, but nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. So if you're a person that only get and you get and get and nothing comes out of you, It's a dead sea. You know, you cannot build good and strong relationships without others. And this is a very important aspect of your happiness. To be able to have meaningful relationships with others. To be able to help to those that least can help you. To be able to help those that they will never pay you back in return. Yes, so if we don't want to be the dead sea... The m- and actually, the more we get, the more we need to give.
1: Yeah.
2: And the more we give, the more we qualify to give even more. And it becomes beautiful. Imagine if the whole world is preoccupied of helping the rest of the world, and not thinking about ourselves only how we're gonna make through the day. But if I think how to make Rostrinas better day, and you think how to make Alenas better day, what a wonderful world that would be. And so. There are also many other benefits of being, you know, a joyful giver. When we have a generous spirit, we are easy to be with and fun to be with. Right? Mm -hmm. And we radiate happiness and our very company can bring joy to others. We've all experienced that, right? This, no doubt, goes hand in hand with the ability to be less self-centered, less, less self-regarding, and more self-forgetful. I feel the happiest when I forget about myself. <laughs> well, I didn't even think, you know, where the time went, but I feel so good being spent on others and seeing some benefits from it and seeing other people being happy from it. Yes, it says money do not buy happiness, but actually they do when spent on others. There is a famous neurosurgeon that he was very poor when he was growing, and he was thinking, "Wow, when I grow old, my kids are gonna have everything I ever wanted my parents to give me." And then when he, you know, became very rich, he got to a point that uh, he was able to give close to fifty thousand a year for mm-hmm. charity, but uh, some when the market crashed, he lost everything. And people thought that he's not going to continue contributing his charity. They said, oh, everybody will understand if you stop giving money for charity. He said, no, I wish everybody can have money so they can see that money are not everything. And actually, my best money spent are when I spend them on others. I, uh, I, I had a uh, colleague of mine that reached out to me and said you know I am I have no money I'm about to deliver a baby I have been waiting for this baby for 40 years and I don't have money to go to and deliver the baby Mm -hmm. can you give me some money and the amount of money she asked me for I I didn't have that that amount of money you know and I was thinking oh well oh well you know I can always say you should have planned better, you know. But then I said, okay. I mean, I don't get those calls every day. So I borrowed money. I didn't have those money. But when the child came, it was such a healthy and beautiful child, you know. And when I looked at her and the mom was so grateful to me, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's even beautiful than if I had spent them on something that I really love spending the money on, right? So... When we can do the burden of others less heavy, then we can really experience joy. And we don't have to prove anything anymore to anybody. We don't need to be seen in a particular way. We can have less pretension and more openness, more honesty. This naturally brings ease to those around us too. And as we have accepted ourselves, our vulnerability, and our humanity, we can accept the humanity of others too. We cannot be joyful unless we love the world, unless we look outwardly, unless we stop thinking and concentrating on our problems and concentrate more and being burdened more with the problems of others. And the Bible also says that. The Bible says The one that is generous will prosper, and those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. It doesn't say the one that takes care of themselves all the time will have it all together. No, the Bible talks completely the opposite. Give, give, give. And for it is in giving that we receive. If I protect everything with all my strength and my power, I might lose it. But when I give it to others, it will be gained forever. The heaven will gain treasures forever.
1: You know, when I think about that, like I think there's a culture going around of self-care and while it has its place like self-care really is just focused on yourself.
2: It is. Self-development, self-confidence, self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And we know that that doesn't leave lead us where I we mean, really just need yourself, to be. yourself,
1: right? Like you just think about yourself and then what comes next?
2: And we fail from that. I mean, because we don't reach that perfection that we are aiming for. I mean, it just mm-hmm. doesn't exist, you yeah. know? And, and uh, <laughs> And I, I gave up on that long ago, and I think I have more meaningful life after I decided to be more self-sacrificial than self-centered. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, God always rebukes me that I can be better and, you know, I can I can do more for the others instead of doing it all the time for myself. But he also rewards me a lot. And yeah. uh, the gifts that I get from others, you know, it is just so irreplaceable. Where can you find more joy than that? Yeah. Yes, you know, uh, Joy. One, uh, Rose. One day, when Jesus comes, he will tell us those words in Matthew twenty-five thirty-one. Oh, welcome, faithful steward! You have been faithful to the little one. Come into, you know, my kingdom, into the joy of uh, of glory. And you say, "What have we done for you?" He said, "You have done that to the least ones." If you have done that, you have done it to me. And, you know, sometimes we'll say, God, we did that. We did that. We did that. But God is the only one that he can judge our motives. You know, we initially, I don't think all of us were ready to give sacrificially because we're just born to be more thinking about ourselves. You see a baby cries out for milk. I want this. I want that. And then throws a tantrum if they don't get what they want. So we kind of have this nature in us. And it doesn't come naturally. But the moment you learn to give and give, God requires more from you and more from you to the point that you become so self-sacrificial that you're ready to give yourself for others. It might be very hard Uh, You know that truth. But this is the way leaders grow. Mm -hmm. And this is the way one day we will inherit an eternal life through God and his merit. But he would like us to be more like him, more Christ-like. And only if we become Christ-like, we can experience this deep and meaningful joy
1: you know that brings to mind the verse that goes greater love hath no man than this than he laid down his life for a friend and for a long time i really thought oh that he dies for his friend but then what greater love is there than to choose to live self-sacrificially for someone that you love you know what i'm saying like all in god's will
2: and what's more amazingly about god he actually gave himself even for his enemies imagine what a volunteering what a deep heart and how much more joy will come out of that it is that important that we'll volunteer that you know god in matthew 25 he said you know you have done that to the least one of mine come into my joy so god makes it as a criteria at the end for your salvation it is that important and i guess It is a good thing that we have to, you know, start (laughs) thinking of others, being generous, being loving, and forget about ourselves.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I heard the music. Thank you, Elena. And also thank you to our listeners uh, here on Guam and the CNMI and globally uh, as we stream to Facebook. Total Health Live is on every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. So we'll see you again next week, Wednesday.
2: And as Matthew 25 says, 29, for whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. It will be worth it.
0: Be sure to check with your doctors before making any sudden life changes discussed today. Total Health is brought to you in partnership with Guam 7 Day Adventist Clinic, where health is their mission. We look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Thank you and see Jules for listening to Total Health right here on Joy FM.